Hello and welcome to Two Guys Many Bad Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. And I'm your other host, Paul. And as you can tell, this week we had to do it remotely again. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, it's all good. You know, uh, we weren't doing another hiatus. You know, I hate doing those. I hate doing those too. And the only reason we did those previously was either because there was like some family drama or... In no. my case, I don't want to talk about that, but like, yeah, just or be- no, per- personal life stuff. We'll personal say. life stuff, or, or because I didn't want to do fucking do what we've had to do this week, which is do it over, uh, do it remotely. Yeah, it won't kill us to do one episode remotely. No, it won't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we watched uh, Ghost in the Shell, the twenty seventeen seventeen version. Yeah, the live-action one that no one likes. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know if no one likes it or not, because it has like a 6.3 on IMDb, which is less bad than a lot of shit, so... Yeah, especially compared to the other anime adaptation we watched, Death Note. Had like a 3-point-something. Yeah, but this movie, oh boy. Well, I've... Well, I'm not a huge connoisseur on the series, but I've seen like the original... 80s anime film, and I thought that was fantastic. Well, it's basically a cyberpunk that's better than cyberpunk, right? Yeah, I mean, this movie, yeah, uh, yeah, the Ghost in the Shell has, like, inspired, like, countless, you know, bits of cyberpunk media. Like, hell, when the Wachowski sisters, when they were pitching The Matrix, they they showed it execs, Ghost in the Shell, and they were like, we want to do this, but for real, pretty much. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, the the thing is that, like, the world... Okay, so I don't know about much about the anime at all. I haven't seen it. So I don't know what the differences are between that. All I know is this one stars Scarlett Johansson as uh, Kira... Mira? Mira? Yeah, Mira Kelly or whatever. Or, or just call her Major. Major. Whatever. And, we, and it's in some kind of, like, cyberpunk fucking Tokyo or whatever in Japan where... Everybody's cybernetically upgrading themselves and not, you know, what I would do, which is, you know, use my brain power to upgrade orgasm intensity or something like that. Of course. Of course, that's what you do. But there is one guy in this movie who uses it to drink more by upgrading his liver. What a guy. He must have been Irish. Yeah. Yeah. We're allowed to say that, by the way, because we are Irish. So we're allowed to say racist shit like that. Yeah. It's not racist. Also, I made a slight mistake. The The manga came out in 1989, but the anime movie came out in 1995. My bad. Okay, yeah. Well, you saw that anyway, and... Yeah, it's... I can't remember a ton from the plot, but I remember it being, like, really cool looking. Like, holy shit. And it does have some weird, you know, like, existentialist themes, this movie. Uh, like, the whole... The whole thing of... Oh, are you 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 think you're your memories, but your memories can be fabricated, which is terrifying, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, that's kind of already true, even without that technology. I mean, those false memories are a thing, like not being able to remember shit is a thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's so like it kind of it touches on a nerve. I mean, people talk about it, oh, warning us of these terrifying technologies, and then I'm like, Yeah, but the supposed dystopia presented, at least in the live action one, doesn't seem all that bad to me. Yeah, I I think it's a lot more uh, it's a lot more gritty in the anime. Like, is it more is it more dystopian in the anime than it is in the? I'd say so. I'd say so. Even if I do think that the 
know, the recreation and the live action one is pretty damn cool looking. But yeah, um, if anyone knows anything about this movie, it's for the controversy. And I feel like if I don't bring it up, people will be going like, hey, why didn't you bring this up? Because, you know, it's, it's kind of imp- impossible to divorce it from this movie. It's the only reason people really talk about it anyway. Are you you ready to dive into I've it? No, I've got zero knowledge of any controversy. I watched this movie, and I don't know, does the controversy have anything to do with the skin-tight outfit that uh, Scarlett no. Johansson's in? No? No, no, that, no, that's actually from the anime. It's more because... No, it's more because, you know, again, they got, like, a white actress to play, you know, a, a Japanese character. Although, this whole thing is really, really complex. She is Japanese because, like, there's a scene where she finds her mother... Yeah. And that she had had all these fit false memories implanted in her. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that didn't help the case at all. But, like, yeah, a lot of people weren't really happy to know that when Scarlett Johansson was announced as the lead. Yeah, because she is, yeah, it does seem like a race lift sort of thing. Why would you not get a Japanese actress? Yeah, and, I mean, there's also the argument that, oh, but it's just her... It's just her mind in the body, so it doesn't really matter. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it, uh, again, there's yeah, like... Yeah, there's a problem with that. Because in the scene where she meets her mother, her mother says, oh, you remind me of her. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah, and it's not because, she, like, like, you know, like, she looks like her, clearly. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think that was, that they should have done that now, now that I yeah. think about it. Yeah, there was even rumors, like, before the movie came out, that Paramount, like, the production company, they commissioned artists to use visual effects to make Scarlet appear more Asian. Oh, did they do that? Um, apparently they did hire, like, artists, but they didn't... But apparently uh, they didn't use them on Scarlet, but, like, I suppose... I suppose it is, it is also interesting to note that the original... Oh, excuse me, sorry. Maybe cut that out. Uh, it's interesting to note that the director of the original anime film, uh, uh, and please pardon me for the butchering of this, but uh, Mamoru Oshii, apparently he really liked Scarlet in the role and was, and he didn't see a problem at all with the race lift. That's interesting because, like, sometimes, sometimes the race lift things are. I mean, I don't think they're always a problem. I mean, I'll give you an example. In Deadpool two, I had zero problem with ZZP playing. Domino, yeah, that's technically a race lift from the comic. She was an albino, and uh, she's played by a woman of color in the the movie. But maybe that's just because she did such a good fucking job. Yeah, it's like I don't. Again, I don't see race lifts as a problem, but I do see like whitewashing as a problem because I do think that's, you know, well, that's yeah, that's that's different because you know context. Yeah, Yeah, I, I think it's a shitty thing to do, and regardless, you know, I just don't think. Well, it's kind of a problem I have with the movie in general, but I don't think the acting was all that great. Like, it was fine, but I don't know. I was just bored throughout most of it. Yeah, this movie wasn't the most entertaining cyberpunk movie, but it wasn't as boring as fucking Godzilla. Yeah. I'll give it that. Um, <laughs> I was actually able to sit through this one with li- very relatively little problem, even though there was not much for me to grab onto in terms yeah. of... Aside from me disagreeing somewhat with the sort of themes of the of, of the of the movie in terms of me being like one of those crazy transhumanists i'm actually even worse than just a crazy trans i'm a hedonistic transhumanist i'm one of those <laughs> you know abolish all suffering david pierce hedonistic imperative types so right you don't even right. know what that is do you 
Uh, I mentioned no, it on I'm the just, stream. I'm just nodding and smiling. I'm just nodding, just nodding and, smiling. and smiling. Yeah, hedonistic transhumanism, as, as it's called. It's very controversial of, of a worldview. It's basically... Uh, I'm, not, I'm surprised Dreg, YouTuber Dreg, hasn't made videos about this particular brand of transhumanism. Uh, give it a week or two. But yeah, I just wanted to give off that bit of backstory and context for the series and the particular adaptation because I figured it would, one, you know, pat out the episode a bit and give us something to talk about and two other than the many scenes which i'm terrible at writing notes i wrote down like seven notes and i just wrote dreamworks made this apparently uh this movie stars black widow for some reason yeah and i didn't write very many notes about scenes i just wrote so far this seems a better cyberpunk than cyberpunk 20 i just took a shot at cyberpunk 2077 in yeah it's funny because july of 20 2021 yeah i don't know yeah it's funny because like uh cyberpunk 2077 did take some visual cues from the anime film yeah i mean yeah and also there's no flying cars in this either yeah Um, but there are some cool looking uh highways i guess i think you know what i think is gonna be really ironic we're basically at a point basically what's going on i think might happen i wouldn't be surprised if this happens is that just as all the sci-fi stops putting flying cars we get flying cars for real because we're like we're thinking ah, it's never gonna happen now so we might just well just you know put no in every sci-fi just have no flying cars and then all of a sudden oh 2027 we have flying cars now fuck i wish it's like just the moment you think it's like the moment you think it's not gonna happen is when it fucking happens uh, the moment you're like ah, oh, it's never gonna happen yeah. flying, and now we have flying fuck yeah Look, personally, I just want a jetpack, but like, uh, whatever. I want, uh, I want, uh, a, a, like the, the machine they have in Inception where you can go into your dreams. Mm, like, I just do that and like purposely put myself in limbo for like 200 years and it's just one night. That doesn't surprise me at all. That doesn't surprise you that I want that, but like, I reckon most people would be horrified at the idea of doing what I would deliberately do in that scenario. Yeah, it's a bit scary. But yeah, what's scary about it? You get to live in your own perfect paradise that you make up for yourself. Eh, I don't know. But yeah, by the way, it's like a mo- one of my takeaways from Inception is I'm not talking about that movie, but like in Inception, the ending. My takeaway from it is it's actually a response to Robert Nozick's experience machine and saying actually it doesn't matter if it's real or not. It just matters if you're happy, which is the exact opposite of what the experience machine thought experiment is supposed to pre- present. Okay. And the fact that the majority of people are still upset, or at least a good portion of the audience are like, is he in reality or is he still in a dream? It's like still a part of, it kind of proves Nozick's point in a way, but at the same time, doesn't, because that wasn't the point of this. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a bit off track here, but well, yeah. Um, for me, I haven't seen the film in like four plus years, so. My memory is kind of foggy, aside from, like, the amazing visuals. So I went into the 2017 movie as a, okay, let's see how it does as its own take. And my opinion is, it's boring. It's, it's really boring. Yeah, there's, there's not, like I said, there's not much to sink your teeth into. To the point where I can't even remember individual scenes. I have notes about individual scenes, and I have no clue the context. Yeah. So I I obviously wrote a lot more notes, but still... And, you know, maybe a part of the boring of, of the boredom is that, you know, Ghost in the Shell helped codify so many cyberpunk tropes. 
so that, you know, playing them... Ah, they... yes, the Seinfeld is on funny kind of thing, where it's like, yeah, it's trite now, but when it first came out... Yeah, only I think only I think if I showed you the original... Well, if I showed you the film, the, anim- the original film, I think you'd enjoy it a lot more than this. I probably would, um, judging based on... You know, it's general. It's general reception compared to the more lukewarm reception this film got. Which, again, this film didn't get like the worst reception of a of an anime adapt of a Western adaptation of an anime. Again, yeah. Death Note was way worse. Yeah, but um, this movie had a lot more hurdles to overcome. I mean, it did know. have like fairly decent effects for the yeah, most part. Yeah, I thought part. the effects were great, but but even then, you just kind of get numb to it after a while. It's like. If I, I do like I do like how in the early scenes we have the world building of the very sort of corporate cyberpunk world where everyone's like <laughs> advertising all the upgrades you can get for you know and genetic modifications and all that. I like that because it's like yeah, but because I like that because it doesn't because it adds the world building without it being exposition necessarily. I mean, it, you could argue it is still exposition, but it's done in kind of more organically. Than if a character's explaining it, yeah, I don't know. It's just I I like that scene, but yeah, should we get into the actual movie now? Yes. Or... Okay. Explain how the opening begins. Okay, so the opening movie is that we have Major's body being like towed, like pushed into a hospital, and the line between human and robotics are blurring because oh shit, you know, we got that. Yeah, it, it, yeah, the, the, the oh. Deus Ex sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. Deus Ex also took inspiration from this series. Who would have thought? But uh, yeah, yeah. They insert the brain into a robotic frame, and then we get these cool visuals of like the synthetic body being created. Yeah, and you know, I saw in the, in, the, in the opening credits that the the music was done by someone I don't know, and then Lorna Balf, who I know did some other shit. Like uh, he did some of the Assassin's Creed games, and he also did. Uh, uh, his Dark Materials, the adaptation of the Philip Pullman trilogy on BBC slash HBO. Um, and he's done, he's done a lot of good shit. And I actually think the music is really, even if though it is fairly, you know, standard cyberpunk sound, you know, there's a lot of those that specific Van Gelis synth. It's obviously inspired by Van Gelis, but it is still good, I think, the, the score. But this opening scene, um, we we we're introduced to this what's her name Doctor Alma whatever yeah just just Doctor Lady it's just again I can barely remember any of the names from and this she's movie. now she's uh she's you know very clearly good guy for throughout the whole film almost betrays her later on but doesn't that's complicated because yeah, she has a heart of gold and then we have a mean guy who calls the major not a machine but a weapon because you know got to set him up to be the bad guy. Yeah, you, you kind of do. And there's a sort of an anti-villain who shows up in the middle who's, who we think is the main villain for this movie, but then turns out to be kind of... And again, he's an anti-villain. He's still not strictly a good guy, but he was one of the failed experiments before Major. So mm-hmm. she, they claimed she was the first one, and that was a lie for the first part of the movie. Then you find out later on. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah, spoiler alert. She was actually more like the 90th or 89th. No, she was the 99th, I think. Yeah. There were 98 failures before her. Oh, before the, yeah, yeah. That was the line. How did you remember that? But I, I don't know how I remember that specific detail. That's how my brain works. I remember dumb details. I don't remember the whole thing. Hmm. 
But yeah, then we then we like do a time skip, like a year. Like, long. All I remember from that one Dara O'Brien fucking stand-up special is racism is way better than astrology. <laughs> Which is funny because that was this whole thing. It's like if you if that's all you remember out of context, that's great. God. But I actually do remember the context. He was talking about like getting ra- getting racists in to make predictions rather than astrologers for the week. Like instead of talking about the the star signs, it have a racist come in and say, "Oh, it's going to be a big week for the Muslims," you know that kind of thing. God, obviously that was meant to be satirizing racism. I'm not embracing racism here. Okay, of course not. But yeah, during this opening scene, we get to you know we get a view of the cyberpunk world, with, and it's never really established if it takes place in like Japan or whatever. It's just you have to guess. You have to guess, you know? Have fun. Well, I, I got the vibe it was Japan or Tokyo yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but uh, it's whatever. Maybe Tokyo's the new New York in the latter half of the 21st century. Who knows? Who knows? And again, Actually, this is... it's probably going to be like China or something. Probably. <laughs> but, but yeah, here you Let's can... not get political. Fuck no. <laughs> no, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here, you motherfucker. Anyway. But yeah, during the scene, we can see that there was a lot of talented artists working on this movie, and it made me feel, and it almost made me feel bad for calling this a piece of shit. Well, it's, it's not. Yeah, a, it's not. It's not as bad as some of the other films we've had to endure. It's just it's boring, and I think in some ways that's worse than being terrible. In some ways, because like I, if if you had to ask me, like Aaron, which would you rather watch Ghost in the Shell twenty seventeen again? Or watch Lava Shark. I'm be like, fuck, I'm going to watch Lava Shark, obviously. Yeah, any day of the week. Although, to be fair, I just watched Lava Shark anyway, because that movie's fucking hilarious. It is, for real, for it's real. It's amazing. I mean, it's terrible, but it's amazing. It's actually, like, legit so bad it's good that it actually is. Like, anyway, it's better It's better than The Room. Yeah. Is it better than Neil Breen's movies? I still haven't seen his movie, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe we could cover one of those next week. If we can get a hold of one. Yeah. We'll see. It's not a promise, but we're definitely considering it. And we but go yeah. on. Hmm? You were going to say something. Yeah, but yeah, this is a, this is like the first action scene of the movie where we see Major like getting ready to infiltrate a, a, a meeting between these shady looking dudes. And they also have like some uh, Asian, they have some like uh, Japanese themed uh, robots with them. In the building, geishas, yeah, these are like yeah, geishas, yeah. And uh, this is, and here's where I started noticing like some shout outs to the you know to the original film, some visual shout outs, which I think was pretty cool. I think for again, I think for the most part, they managed to get the visual style mostly right, yeah. And the cinematography is right. I mean, it looks like an actual film, it sounds like an actual film. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just some point, I just I stopped caring. Like my brain shut And it wasn't even a case of like darkness induced apathy or anything. It wasn't because it was too bleak. It was just like, meh. Yeah, it's just, I really don't care. Like, as far as dystopian films are concerned, it's not as bleak as a lot of them. Yeah. I think maybe, I think maybe that's why I couldn't get into it. I don't know. It's what, just... you want your dystopias ultra bleak? I don't know. It's like. So, you, your, your favorite, what's your favorite one? 1984. No. No. It's just, I don't know. Lisa would have been more interesting to talk about. I guess, but like yeah, I'm just I'm just speaking personally that I'm not a big yeah. fan of like, I mean there are some dystopian novels that I think are decent enough, but 
for the most part, I think that the real, like, really, de- like, bleak ones are just, nah. Like, I never read 1984, and I'm never going to. My brother actually read it, and he said that it was hard for him to read because of how bleak it was. And he actually said afterwards, after he read it, he gets angry whenever people say, this is just like 1984 about stuff in the real world, you know, like metadata collection and, and information, yeah. all that. He's like, no, it isn't. The data is not being used to torture you. It's just up there in the cloud for some algorithm to send you advertisements. It's what? not being used to torture you. <laughs> and he was like, and he would talk about how like all the shit that yeah. Anyway, that anyway, he, anyway, he said it was very hard for him to read because of that, and I don't think I'd be able to like sit through because if, if things get too bleak for me, it's just like nope. Yeah, it's like what should I care? It. You know, unrelated story, but I remember my younger brother for his for uh, uh I can't remember what year he was in, but like he was in secondary school or high school for our American viewers, and he has to read like uh, Animal Farm. For oh, a the other George Orwell book that everyone knows. Yeah, but, like, the funny thing is, is that he thought they were supposed to be actual animals instead of, like, metaphors. Instead of it being a metaphor for communism or yeah. you know, the yeah, Soviet or whatever. Union specifically. Um, and yeah. it's, it's funny because that book's very short. It's only, like, 26,000 words. Yeah, so I just I just I find that funny because uh, my, my brother, my little brother's a riot, I have to say. I didn't read, oh, my God, it's a metaphor for communism. And everyone's like... <laughs> Bitch, we already we all knew this from page one, dude. <laughs> how did how did the cat take you this long to figure it out? He's he's a he's a he's a funny lad. I'll say that much. Don't yeah, you anyway, see? Back... Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. No way. No way. Anyways, back to uh, this movie. Uh, the robots suddenly start uh, revolting and start showing off spooky faces. Or you mean the the electronic shit that's underneath their faces? Yeah, yeah, the electronic shit under their faces. You know, their true face. And then a bunch of, like, Yakuza-looking dudes come in and start shooting up the building. It's, uh... Yeah, the Yakuza is, like, a minor plot point in this. Yeah. Fucking Goro Majima shows up with a baseball bat and just whacks them. Or or Techno-sword it for the cyberpunk thing. Oh, yeah, the Techno... No, it's a baseball bat that has, like, lasers coming out of it. I don't yeah. know. Man, actually, now that I think about it, I kind of want a Cyberpunk Yakuza game at some point. Just, just like setting... I mean, considering the fact that they have a turn-based RPG one, they're probably going to do it at some point. Yeah, please. Just, like, set it, like, 300 years in the future and make it a spin-off. It wouldn't need to be three. It could be, like, 50 years. Yeah, just... I mean, considering exponential technology in the modern day and all the, like, absolute craziness that goes on in the world in, ter- in terms of technology, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. need to be that far in the future. Mm-hmm. You could but just yeah. have it be... You could just... You could even have it sort of set now but that wouldn't count because it's still now yeah you know what i mean yeah or it could just be an alternate history thing you know because uh yakuza once had a zombie spin-off oh yeah i, I love when the- that shit happens i know zombie spin-offs are so overdone blah blah, blah. but they're but fun it's funny i think it's really really funny well yeah uh major comes in and she starts kicking ass you know blah 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 you know, the action's pretty well done. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I it doesn't grab you. It's something about this movie doesn't, it just, it's like, it feels like it should work, but it isn't. It's like a slightly out of tune piano. Yeah. Like you know, it should sound better than this, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Yeah. And at one point, one of the geishas start begging for mercy, but of course she doesn't get it. So then, uh, you know, 
Madred goes back home to like her weird apartment and there's a cat hologram. And at this point and at this point is when I realize, oh, this is like an origin story for Major. That's uh, you know. Oh, uh, you're not a fan of everything being an origin story? Yeah. Because when I'm... everybody found out that Spider Man Homecoming was not gonna be an origin story, everybody was great. Everyone was so pleased. Yeah. Yay, no more origin stories. Yeah. The origin stories are overrated, do you? A little bit. It's like, I don't mind it for, like, a new IP or, like, an original IP. Because, like, say... Because uh, I know someone will bring up, oh, but Invincible has, like, an origin story for the entor- for, like, its first episode. But, like, that works. It's world building. And I've never seen or read Invincible before, so... I've read the first few comics. They're very good. Yeah, so I haven't seen the actual show. I plan on watching it at some point. It's a good show. We should watch it. All I know about it, and this is really fucked up that I know this specific detail, which I guess just a detail about Aaron that's maybe too much information, is I know that at one point his love interest puts on weight and becomes a BBW at some point. Yeah, he has no end- yeah of course. Of that's course the only thing I know. I'm like, oh, Aaron. Jesus that's, Christ. That's our Aaron. You should have been here for the fucking rift apart stream jesus christ i'm yeah. not reading that out loud i'm not yeah. reading that yeah <laughs> too spicy because i don't want to get fucking banned off of twitch oh god gotta keep it in your pants man while we're streaming <laughs> i don't know like it's not even that i am that thirsty all the time it's that i want to be that thirsty all the time well either way <laughs> either way dog i want a wirehead i want to like plug my brain into like I don't know, a 3D sex matrix. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would, I mean, that's what's so unrealistic about this film, that they're not, that the upgrades are not just being used for that, for sex. That they're not all just mm-hmm. being used for, I mean, some of them are, apparently. Well, I mean, the film didn't really cover that, but uh, whatever. Well, the what, does anime... The, does the, does the anim- the, no, the anime doesn't ever cover the uh, people that are just going to plug themselves no. into some... No, I mean, maybe some of the later bits of media do. I don't know, because despite this movie not doing great, it didn't kill off the series. So, you know, that's nice. So wait, when you mean kill off the series, do you mean kill off the live battle or just the series in general? Series in general. Because it's still going on, right? Yeah, yeah. there's like still animated, you know, thingies coming out. But, you know, the, yeah, I don't think they're going to do live action ever again. Oh, God. What if they ever try to do a live action Attack on Titan show? Fuck. Ooh, oh, boy. That'd be... Very weird. HBO commissions it. <laughs> then it has a really rushed ending that no one's happy with. Yeah. That, or, that... Or, or, or they get the writers from both Game of Thrones and fucking Mass Effect 3 to do that. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. God damn it. Yeah, in general, yeah, uh, I'm going to just uh, sidetrack the talk about the movie for a bit and just. In general, I don't really understand the concept of like live action adaptations for animated properties, like especially anime. It's just I well, not... I mean, I don't mind it so much if it's not anime. Like, I have no problems with you know something like live action Lion King. I don't have a problem with them existing, even if I'm not personally into that. I have no problem with them existing um, because I think they have the right to exist. But I don't think. Yep. Uh, personally, I have a, I have like a much more negative view on these sort of adaptations because I see them as like a lack of creative ideas. I mean, 
Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't think they're in a front to God and should be deleted, but... No, no, because, like, I think, you know, of all things to complain about, um, live-action remakes of animated films is, like, pretty low on the list, even within within film of shit that you can complain about. But then again, I'm also one of those kind of, like, I enjoy those dumb movies where you can... I mean, like, last week's movie was one of those dumb movies, turn-your-brain-off movie, and I don't have a problem with them existing. Because I, mm-hmm. I take a very sort of... Liberally, uh, I guess. Well, liberal approach. I don't see the art of cinema as necessary. I mean, it is highbrow in some sense. But I'm not one of those, it should be in the spirit of the human condition and express the sorrows within our whatever other bullshit you want to talk about. Which is why I'm not really into those movies like, I don't know, Requiem for a Dream, even though the music in it is fucking fantastic. Mm. You know, I'm not really, or, or basically any of those for Mother. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I've seen it, and I don't like it. I mean, that's one of those movies that, like, I remember I watched it, I think, I don't know if I told you this, maybe I brought it up in the last episode even, but I watched a a review of Tenet, Christopher Nolan's latest, and at one point during the review, the reviewer, um, Crimson Rogue, uh, he said, well, I really like it, he said that he really likes it when there's, like, when filmmakers aren't afraid to try something new and come up with like a original idea because this whole inversion thing is in tenet is really cool yeah how they how it works like the time inversion entropy inversion all that shit and it is really cool but he said and he said and i quote provided it doesn't go in a super pretentious direction like mother (laughs) he used that as an example now now granted the review was actually very positive towards tenet right yeah and some people I, i i know some films guys would say, oh, t- oh, Nolan is so pretentious. I'm like, ah, no, he's just he just makes decent films. I don't see, I don't think he's... I, I, I think that something like Mother on the other hand is just like, really? Yeah, it's like, it's like get out of here with this shit. It's like, Mother can be defined, from what I understand about Mother, it can be defined as this. Human bad, nature good. But that's yeah, good that's pretty much it, along with like hand-fisted uh, religious allegories. But going back to my main point, I'm still not quite sure of the existence of, like, these live-action adaptations of anime because, you know, a lot of, well, not all, but a lot of anime that tends to get adapted is, like, really fantastical out there. Like, some of the specific examples I can think of are, like, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4. That got live-action adaptation. Why specifically Part 4? I don't know. Because because, uh, it's Japan's favorite part, apparently. Yeah, well, all I know about it is Dio Kicks Dogs. That's all yeah. I know about it. Dio Kicks Dogs. Yeah, there's also a Full Metal Alchemist uh, adaptation, which I almost, I've only seen half of it, because honestly, I found it really boring, but... That seems to be a trend with a lot of yeah. these... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just... Li- like, live-action adaptations of anime. Yeah, and these are, like, Japanese-directed as well. It's not just me having a problem with, oh, you can't do this if you're not Japanese or whatever. Although I do think, you know, it helps to... But like, I, again, the whole thing is I wouldn't be surprised if some sometime soon we end up with a fucking, fucking Attack on Titan live-action adaptation or something. I can see it. But yeah, the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood thing, I mean, there was the CGI was pretty well done, especially for, like, Alphonse, you know, Edward's brother. I thought that was really well done. It's like super accurate to like the manga and all that, but I don't know. It's just other than that, it's just I find it boring. It's and like we keep getting sidetracked because this plot is such a nothing yeah. plot in this movie. <laughs> no. So he she has this friend or whatever who who at some who just looks normal for like most of the part. Yeah. But then he gets like his 
head face blown off or something, and he gets like a, a new eyes or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Pateau, right? Yeah, him. Yeah, and and and, and, and this is this you know some dumb scenes where they go to clubs or whatever, and they do shots where they have strippers or whatever, but they yeah. perp- because it's twelves, right? Yeah, they purposely blur out. Like, they defocus the background. That's a cinematography trick to yeah. kind of mitigate. And they just add the, them close to the character and all. I've just, I just spotted that as somebody who has yeah. some interest in the art of filmmaking. Even though I'm not one of those, you know, pretentious folks who's like, oh, yes, yeah. you see, you understand? Yeah, whatever. I yeah. do and again, I, and again, I try not to, again, I said I wouldn't bring up the original too much, but the original was like more of a R-rated type of affair. And you can see, like, you know, nudity and stuff in there. So you know, got a lot of even 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 uh, the the major's costume is fairly sexualized. In, in, yeah, in the sense yeah, it's uh, skin yeah. Tight. Honestly, I'm surprised at how accurate it was to the source material. I, I mean, aside from you know that for for um, Scarlett Johansson, it, it 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 most of the other sexual substances in the background. There's not much gore. Is there gore in the anime? Uh, I think there was like a little bit, but it was mostly you know machine gore. I think again, if I'm getting this wrong, please. Please don't go too hard on me. It's been four years since I watched the original, and I wanted to watch it before watching this, but I couldn't find it anywhere in time, so please forgive me. But oh, then there's also, you know, the rest of this plot, which involves something to do with this guy who was the failed experiment, one of the previous yeah. examples that failed, even though he survived. Yeah. Um, but Wait. He's just gl- he just glitches, right? Yeah. Wait, before we move on, can I bring up uh, one of my favorite scenes from this movie? It's where they... It's where these old guys take Major in for like a special dance, quote unquote, and he's like, "It's like maybe you want to dance." It's like this old guy's like, "Hey, dance for me," and then he starts fucking beatboxing. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And I think she says something and then beats the shit out of him. I can't remember. Yeah, she has a like, one-liner and then beats the shit out of him. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's like remember. I wasn't built to dance. It's like that's so lame." Yeah, um, I wasn't built to dance either. I, I dance worse than Commander Shepard, <laughs> who canonically, yeah. regardless of who, who canonically, regardless of your, regardless of which kind of Commander Shepard you're playing as, he always dances never, terribly. Always dances terribly. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could be like a femme chef of color, who's I don't know fucking, fucking Garrus. And is a renegade and yet a paragon and, say, and he makes all weird fucking decisions and yet still can't dance. Sad, isn't it? Sad, right? Yep, there's also um oh yeah, there's also like the deep dive scene, which I thought was another highlight. You know, where uh you know Yeah, and then there's a whole representation of hacking being done, like brain hacking being done with um... Yeah. It's like the visuals in there were really, really cool, but at that point my brain just kinda turned off because you know and, they could find you know, and they the gotta... rest yeah, they got to find the anti-villain Kuze. Kuze, or... the anti-villain who I guess is the anti-villain in the anime as well, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't think he was in the. I don't think he was in the anime because when doing research of like you know looking up recaps of the plot, I'm pretty sure he wasn't in the anime. I think he was more of a minor thing in the manga. I could be wrong though. But he's a major thing in this movie, and no pun intended. And so. His whole deal is that he's trying to like hook people up to some network or something to get them to escape from the sort of, you know, I guess like the failed, failed or whatever. And I don't understand the plot to be quite frank. And yeah. I had I, I understood Tenet more, and I've only seen that film <laughs> once. Honestly, but then I again, you... I actually paid attention to Tenet because Tenet was actually thrilling to watch, even though it's not exactly Nolan's best movie. 
it was yeah. still very entertaining. To yeah, watch. this shit is just boring, and I don't think anyone is going to pout because we said that. Well, I I know boredom is a subjective thing, and you yeah. know I find golf boring, but yeah, I said it. Um, yeah, but, but, but some, some people were like, a lot of people find oh, it yeah, I like, love yeah. golf. I also Our find people. watching football boring, um, yeah. which uh, right now might be uh, a cardinal sin. Hey, who cares? For like two British, well, not for not for like I, our American listeners probably don't give a shit, but yeah, um, yeah. By football, we mean soccer. You know, yes, by football, we mean soccer. We don't mean American football, American and we don't fo- mean the GA either. Yeah, the GAA. <laughs> we mean we literally mean soccer, and you know, I don't, I'm not really interested in watching soccer because you know, it's just like all I can think of is that one scene in fucking uh, IT crowd where. What's his name? Moss was going, great! He kicked the ball. Now the ball's over there. That man <laughs> has it now. Maybe yep. he'll kick the ball. That's an interesting development. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to and... power through the rest of the movie? So yes, can... just get me just get me through these other scenes and explain the rest of the plot. Yeah. Because I... Or at least I'll try to, because um, yeah, after Major catches up with Kuze, he start. I think he starts telling her shit like, oh, don't, don't take the medication they give you. They'll... Uh... They'll mess up your. They're messing up your true memories. So he's basically telling you to throw away your normal pills. <laughs> yeah, that's great advice. Hey, you suffer from depression? Throw away your medication. Yeah, it's just you know. Hey, just... you, you have you have like schizophrenic hallucinations. Yeah, you should just like not take your antipsychotics. Like yeah. Now I buy mean, my now merchandise. Granted, I'm not gonna pretend that there isn't a problem with the whole opioid thing and and all of this. And that you can, you can, I mean, you know, I've had to take different medications over the years, but that's not the point. The point is, I know that there are problems here, but it's probably not a good idea to just throw them away. Yeah. Just saying. But yeah, this is, but yeah, this is where it's revealed that like the kind hearted doctor, it turns out that she lied to Major and we get the 98 previous failures. Yeah. Shit's fucked. But then she calls up uh, that mean guy from earlier saying, oh shit, she knows. And they and they decide to delete Major and start over again, but they don't because the doctor lady, whatever the fuck, is like exudes kind-hearted um, cougar vibes. <laughs> so ex- annoying, by exuding those vibes, you she basically is definitely the good guy, um, and mm-hmm. to the point where even when I was like, yeah, she's written in a way that's like if she is somehow the bad guy, it'll be ha- like the way she's written, it would be hard for the she would have turned evil because even like I was just going yeah it's gonna turn out that she's not gonna she's not gonna kill Major she's gonna like rebel or something because of the way she responded and and all that like it was so obvious to me that she was a good guy yeah then Osha she she gets shot by the mean guy from earlier oh no Uh, sad then oh fuck Uh, Major returns to find Kuze but oh fuck spider tank and then there's another action scene and then Major Who gives a shit about this action scene? Also, did we not mention that there's a scene where she finds her, where Major oh, finds yeah. her mother, yeah. and her mother talks about, it's stuff to her manifestos about how technology is destroying the world, and it's like, <laughs> oh, fuck, she's been on those forums, hasn't she? Yeah. She's, be, she's yeah, seen she's... all the R34, that's why she's uh, saying that? <laughs> Maybe. But then, uh... Hell Major... is real, and everyone goes there. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Major loses her arm while fighting the spider tank. Which yes, I said that there's a spider tank in this movie. You think that ma- it's, it's, it's a big one? It's not the one the flimsy one Ratchet has in Going Commando. It's not that yeah. one. 
Yeah, it's like a huge one, which you think would make this more exciting, but my brain... Nah! Brain's just like... Yeah. And at this point, they kind of do a sequel hook thing, but of course, this movie made barely any money, so that's never happening. And maybe, that... maybe it'll happen, like, 70 years from now when we're all hooked up to, like, virtual reality machines and everybody's, like, procedurally generating films or some shit. Maybe. Accidentally. I don't know. That's what, that's the kind of future I think is going to happen. Yeah, like... that was maybe that's our... just the future I want to happen. Who where knows? we all plug into machines. I don't know. I just want robot arms. Is that so wrong? It's like a drag. I'm the transhumanist. I just want my robot dick. No, I just want robot arms, man. Not everything has to be about the penis. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that was the Aaron and Paul ramble about anime and maybe a movie. Half hour. <laughs> there's a movie somewhere in there. Yeah. Somewhere in this, there's a movie. Yes, I don't know where. Somewhere. Because <laughs> again, everything surrounding it, like the controversy and the topics about like anime to live action was far more interesting than the actual movie. Yeah. Because at least Death Note was funny bad. This was just boring. I'm sorry. Yeah, Death Note has that pathetic version of light. Yeah. Yeah, but anyhow. Uh, we'll just leave it at that for this week. We, I have no idea what we're going to cover next week, but don't worry, I'm on the case. Yeah, we've not known for a while what's coming next week. Um, yeah, that's yeah, the we've thing. Been, yeah, we've just been winging it for a while. Because basically what's been going on is Paul's looking through his Netflix, Amazon Prime, and, and his, uh, his, his Simpub. Yep. And <laughs> looking for... You should probably look more because there's some shit on Simpub that might, might yeah. actually be worth covering. Uh, that For sure. Inspector Gadget, you know. Yeah, especially since, you know, in the UK, in Europe at least, they've added the star section to Disney+. Plus, which Did is they like... not add that to the US yet? No. No, that's because they have, like, Hulu Plus over there. Oh, which right. Is like... So star separate... is the thing we have. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, so there's a lot more movies on there, so I'll have a look after we're finished recording, and I'll text Aaron what we're going to cover. You can also watch Futurama in addition to your Simpsons on there, yeah. which is great. Or you can watch Family Guy if you're a masochist. Yeah, if you're, if you're into that sort of... Yeah, you just... Like, there are people who really enjoy Family Guy. I don't I know, know why, but... I mean, also, hey, nobody gives... Remember Brickleberry? Nobody gives a shit about that anymore. Yeah, because it's over. Instead, they just made a clone show about cops. Like, literally, it's just Brickleberry, but with cops. So it's a clone of a clone of a clone. Ain't that weird? That's that sounds like it would have some serious issues biologically speaking. Like you just have like seventeen arms or some shit. Yeah, but hey, whatever. Clone uh, of a clone of a clone of a clone. Yeah, it's like really degraded. That's what I'm point. thinking. You know that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hopefully, next week's movie is more interesting because I don't want to do another. Hey, let's just ramble about whatever instead of talking about the movie. But like, in a way, I kind of enjoy those ones because they're like we don't talk about the movie as much, but it's fun to kind of talk about shit that's vaguely related to it. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a good time, but I don't want it to be every episode, you know. Yeah, um, and also we haven't done SAS in an extremely long. Time. Yeah, I wanted. Yeah, I want to do SAS, and I do actually have an idea for when you come over next week or when. Wait, do you have Netflix at your place? Yes, I have Netflix. I have Disney Plus. We even have Amazon okay. Prime here. Okay, great. Because I think I might have an idea for Sass um, to continue like the anime theme. Okay. Uh, okay. So thank you for listening. Wait, to wait, this wait, 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 wait. Don't you want to know what what you want to what I want to cover? 
Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to cover the anime adapt. I want to cover the anime film Akira or Akira, whoever you want to pronounce it. Okay, I, have, like, I know the name. I have no knowledge of what it is. Yeah, it's like if you see the poster or if you see like a character on a motorcycle, like going. If you see a character on a motorcycle, you'll you'll know you'll you'll see you'll think it's familiar. That's all I'll say. All right. Well, yeah. Next week we're we'll hopefully bring back Sass and we'll go with a good anime film this time. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Yep. We'll see. We'll see you next week. And peace, peace. out and good night. Bye.